Hello everyone, welcome to Women of the World. This is a podcast that helps guide you back to your true self. I'm your host Shannon Sarusi and today I'm speaking with Alyssa Love. She's an astrologer, a life coach, a healer and she's also entering the space of mediumship. And today we're speaking about life after death. So a bit of a sensitive topic but also one that I feel Alyssa covered in the most beautiful way. So let's dig in. Alyssa and I recorded yesterday on a podcast episode with, for authenticity. And um, in typical universe fashion, I just had this feeling that I wanted to reach out to Alyssa and see if she wanted to re-record. Um, just felt like there was something else. And what we touched on briefly yesterday was how... Um, your brother passed away and we'll touch on that for sure maybe we'll go with like a bit about like who you are like what you do and then we can kind of morph into that okay um so yeah I'm Alyssa Love um I have my business as a life coach um I like to do authentic um life coaching to help people come into their authentic self um I'm also an astrologer so I do stuff with astrology and um human design as well that's awesome. That's so cool. And so, oh, I don't know if it's me that's got the blocks. If I find it like really hard to speak about, I just don't. I just don't want to like offend you. Is there anything that's like too hard to speak about? Um, no, I'm very open about everything. Okay, 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 okay. So, would you like to share like what happened with your brother? Yes. Um... So I lost my brother in September, September 10th, um, and we lost him to suicide. He was living in Germany. Uh, he was with the army, and it took us all by surprise. Um, the only time he ever mentioned anything about his mental health uh, was a Facebook post about a week before the incident. Um, so we just, you know, it was just so sudden. Um, and... It was also the first death in my life. Um, I haven't really lost anyone. Okay. I was so blessed before that. Um, so I feel like I just got handed the worst, you know, like not only my brother, but also a suicide and that had to be my first experience with death. Um, and it was, it was made harder too, because with the army, it was also during COVID. Um, there were so many delays. So it took us almost three weeks before we could have the funeral before we got his body back. Um, so, yeah, there is a lot of drawn out um, grief with that. Would you say that there's still like a lot of heaviness there? There definitely is. Um, it's been much easier. Um, I still have my days where I just kind of think about the reality of it and um, I get a little sad. I actually, I think it was yesterday I went to go watch a sunset at the beach and I just felt really heavy about my brother like wishing he you know Aww. could be at the beach with me or even though he's never yeah we've, um we've kind of lived in different areas for our whole adult lives um but on the flip side I I think I am handling it a little better than some of my other family just because I have such a strong connection with um like the spirit world already so yeah so for anyone that has like lost someone and they're they're grieving right now what can you say to them um your loved one is okay um and your loved one is always with you um i think my favorite thing is that your loved one is there at the funeral um 
And I just love that because for my brother's funeral, we had like a celebration of life and um, I collected a bunch of his music and played a fun little playlist for him. And I personally was having a good time. Like I was treating it like a party. And then I, I felt bad because I had already um, said goodbye to his body with my own personal time. And so people were coming in, seeing him for the first time. And I was just trying to have fun and like, you know, lighten the mood. And it was kind of a weird situation for me. But um, I know that he would have appreciated that more because, you know, your loved ones don't want you to be sad and suffer and um, yeah, so much. And like... I think we we mentioned briefly yesterday that like you have this connection with him now still right yes like have you received any messages from him um gosh I'm trying to think so a lot I get yeah there's like a lot of like noises or like sensations that he's around um but the most I get to hear from him um is in my dreams actually um I had this one dream this one is funny it wasn't really a message but I had a dream where it's like a typical dream that I'm trying to use a public restroom and everything's you know going wrong uh the toilet's <laughs> like 10 feet tall so I have to like climb up to get onto the toilet and as soon as I get and sit down my brother walks in the bathroom door and he's just laughing at me and I'm like what are you doing get out and he's like you don't even know you're dreaming and I was like yeah I do and then I was like oh my god no I did not know I was dreaming <laughs> and as soon as I realized I woke up and I was like Oh, he's just a prankster like that. Um, But I did have another dream where um, I was like at an arcade and I happened to run into him and I was trying to like ask him all these questions and he was like, hey, there's no time for this. I need you to give this message to um, this girl. It was his friend. Um, Wow. And yeah, so he starts telling me like to tell her that she needs to like move on and like be okay and like that everything's okay and there's nothing to worry about and I remember I was starting to wake up as he was telling me the message and mm-hmm. I got to a point where I was like awake but I could still hear his voice very clearly in my right ear wow. his message so I shared it with her and she was like you know very happy to hear it <laughs> oh my goodness that's incredible that's yeah. really incredible I'm like feeling you know whenever like oh I'm like feeling the universe right now yeah I've had this in a few different episodes with different people and when women like you just speak about like tapping into the other side I feel like we get to I don't know it's so hard to put it into words but it's like you just start to feel high like something's happening inside do you do you feel it too right now yes oh yeah (laughs) Oh, it's like a wave. It's it feels like emotional because I think that um like what I'm realizing by doing this is that there's just so much more to life than what we know. And um I think it's just being open to that and like allowing it into your life is where it starts to become so much more special and so much more beautiful and like, who doesn't want to get high just from universal <laughs> <laughs> energy, you know? Right, yeah. People would pay I, a lot of money for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm right oh. there with you. I get so I get so emotional when I hear other people share their, like, stories of the universe being magic. I'm like, oh, it's real. Mm. <laughs> like, I feel it. 
Yeah, it's something special, something so special. <laughs> I'm just so thankful we re-recorded because <laughs> this energy is something else now. Yes. <laughs> oh, what like what else do you want to share about this experience that you've had with your brother? Um I think it's really cool. Um, for me personally, I think he kind of took over as my main guide. I don't have a way to like confirm it, but it ever anytime I get like readings from other people, they're always talking to him. Like he's the one giving me messages. Um, wow. Yeah. So I just I love that. Almost like integrated part of him in me um, because he mm-hmm. was like a huge fan of like EDM, and I never really cared for it. And now it's like my favorite <laughs> kind of music, and there's. <laughs> some other aspects of him that I've kind of like started loving and I'm like I didn't like this before and now I do <laughs> that's so I think funny he's influencing me. yeah <laughs> and that happened after he passed away yeah it was probably after I came down from the shock um I started recognizing that I was just being drawn to his things that he loved um I also it was super interesting um with him because like I said in our adult lives we lived in different places and Mm -hmm. so I never really got to know him and so it was really cool and you know heartbreaking to get his stuff back um Mm -hmm. I got to learn so much about him and we just had so much in common and so it was cool to see that but I was like we never talked about this um oh my god (laughs) but now I feel like you can like obviously you're in touch with the spirit realm like I think this is why I wanted to speak with you because People that we love that pass away still exist after death, but in a different form. It's just they're not in their human body anymore. And mm-hmm. I think that can provide so much relief for people because I know I know it's so sad and so heartbreaking and and you know, like the worst kind of pain when you lose someone that you love. But just knowing that you can still access them on an on some kind of level. It's just like, I know, I know for myself, it just feels like a bit of a weight off my shoulders. How does it mm-hmm. feel for you? Yeah, I actually feel like it's, I mean, obviously I wish my brother was still alive, but it's almost like yeah. this sense of relief that I get to be closer to him because again, with us being so distant, we didn't have a lot of communication. We really, you know, we never got to see each other, but now I just like, I know he's always with me and I know I can always talk to him. Um, and it just feels like we're just much closer. And so I'm just grateful for that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Oh, okay. How um, how did your family take, like, how you are right now with your relationship with your brother? Um, so my dad's side of the family... <laughs> Um, it was interesting because they are super religious and, Mm -hmm. um, I grew up with, my dad was never in my life. Um, so I grew up with my mom and she was super atheist. Uh, so Mm -hmm. I never really had religion in my life. Um, and so I came into spirituality and I assumed that religion had the same beliefs. Um, so I assumed that they'd be very open and like, you know, celebrating with me when I was talking about connections with my brother, um, I know I had an experience where he was like messing with my hair and I like caught it on video and Mm. I shared it with my aunt and she just straight up looked at me and she's like, I don't believe in that. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah. So that was that. And they, um, 
I think they think I'm messing with the dark side, you know, they don't like what I'm doing. Um, but I'm no longer in contact with them for various other reasons. Um, but I think mm -hmm. it's just for the best as one of yeah, those things too. Enough. Yeah. And then for my mom's side, I actually have an aunt who is into this stuff too. She's had lots of friends pass and um, mm -hmm. she goes to mediums all the time. So mm -hmm. mom's side of the family is much more open. Um, I think I, I had a friend who was a medium at the time and mm -hmm. she channeled my brother for me right away. And I told my mom about it and it caused like almost everyone in the family on my mom's side to go find a medium to talk to. <laughs> oh, they were wow. all so excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. I think that's one of the good things actually about like the world right now is that it's it's not like strange to go see a psychic I feel like it's becoming more and more normal to want to contact you know people that have passed away and I feel like more people are becoming open to it as well yeah I agree it's magic <laughs> yeah it's great so what do you think happens like after you die um, my understanding from many books I've read um, <laughs> is uh, when we die, um, you know, our soul leaves our body and we are instantly greeted by like our guides, um, our loved ones, our pets, um, just anyone who will, you know, greet us with love and open arms so that we instantly mm -hmm. feel safe and body kind of don't really understand like maybe you do understand the spirit world, but like a lot of people don't. And so it's like scary to all of a sudden see all these people <laughs> um, around yeah. you. So they try to be as loving as possible. And you go through um, a healing phase, um, you know, like emotional healing, making sure you're good. Um, again, the trauma of like when your life ends, um, like all that work you've done in your life also ends. So that in itself is traumatizing. And like, you know, you have to, kind of grief the loss of everything you worked for and um you know carry on with that so there's some healing there mm -hmm. um and then it's my understanding too there's like some growth process so you go through a period where you um are kind of like learning new things and I think mm -hmm. in that period of healing and like learning um you're not quite allowed to be in contact with your uh family members like they kind of let you wait because they want you to um know what you're doing I guess um know that you're going to be sending them messages that will help them and not um you know do any damage I guess because it, it's um spirit really doesn't want to uh cause fear in anyone because fear is such a mm -hmm. low vibrational emotion um and so just knowing how to come at us without scaring us right like if somebody didn't believe in spirits and then all of a sudden their dead grandma sitting on a chair like that's gonna be a little scary <laughs> so <laughs> true true <laughs> so yeah that's my understanding and then um also anyone can be in touch with their loved ones um again this is my understanding is you just have to kind of like raise your vibration and they they like lower their vibration because they're at a higher mm. frequency without their body so with you working together you raise it they lower it and you kind of have to like match this frequency it's so specific um, I'm still fine-tuning it myself but um then you're able to be in contact and I think it's also important to say it's not really 
as obvious as you might want it to be. It's um, at least in my experience so far, it's not just somebody talking to me. It's um, physical sensations. I actually just had this mm-hmm. happen earlier. Um, I felt the pressure drop, like my ear popped and I felt, I guess it maybe wasn't a drop. I don't know. It was like, it felt like really heavy in the air. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I just got like really cold. Um, and so I just sat and I was listening for a message, raising my vibration. Um, Mm. and I didn't get anything super clear, but I know often for me, I'll get messages in my head and it just sounds like I'm talking to myself. Um, but it's actually a message from whoever wants to speak to me. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I feel that in my heart. Like when you were saying that something just happens like inside me. (laughs) I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it's something special. Um, how can someone raise their frequency to, to match, yeah, like their spirit guides? Yeah, so I guess what I do, um, well, I kind of do multiple things. Uh, the first thing I did was like a lot of just healing on myself, um, you know, getting rid of my limiting beliefs, getting myself out of um, fear-based living and into just like surrender, um, and not trying to like control things. So that was one way to raise my vibration as a whole. Uh, but when you're Mm -hmm. ready to connect, um, I guess all that I do is I think, uh, like I, I make myself feel gratitude. So I always think about my cat because I could cry thinking about my cat. So (laughs) Um, that's that's how I raise my (laughs) vibration. And then I just try to like focus my attention and I just kick, um, keep telling myself like more and more and more like keep raising it keep raising it and yeah and at some point I noticed for myself I start to get like antsy and almost feel like mm-hmm. I have anxiety and okay. I was recently informed that that happens when you're like just about to like cross the barrier into a higher vibration so if you oh. feel that keep going is what that means <laughs> oh that's so interesting yeah I was just stopping at that point when that was happening. I was getting like nervous. And so I learned to just push through it. <laughs> oh my God. That's so good to know. It's like, you're yeah. like, yeah, just like up leveling your energy, breaking through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you, is there like a process of where you come back down or does it just happen naturally? Just being present again, back in your body, knowing that you're there and not like, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So would you like have to consciously do that I guess yeah I I think for me it's just kind of automatic it's it's like when I'm ready to be done I'm just like okay I'm back like I feel like I kind of just like drop in and then I just kind of like look around and you know sometimes I'll pet my cat that helps me too like he's a physical thing Mm -hmm. that I can touch (laughs) yeah 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 oh my goodness and your cat will be there in the afterlife as well how cool (laughs) yes yes yeah (laughs) I love all this. I'm actually feeling like, yeah, this is what we needed to speak about. And I'm feeling complete on my end, but is there anything that you wish that I would have asked you? Um, I guess one thing I was thinking that I wanted to share um, is just my understanding of what the meaning of life is because it's super mm. simple and beautiful. Um, yeah. I just believe that the meaning of life is to just give and receive unconditional love that's pretty much all we're here to do is to give and receive unconditional love and just be in that feel that (laughs) well that is a beautiful way to end the episode so thank you so 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 much for all this 
it's just <laughs> incredible actually and I can't wait for people to listen because everyone goes through um loss and everyone mm-hmm. will do at some point it's just a part of life so hopefully this can help people through their journey and um yeah where can people find you on social media yes I'm on um Instagram um at 111 soul design Facebook I think it's soul design 111 I think I'm the <laughs> yeah. numbers there <laughs> um and I'm on YouTube somewhere too I don't remember that one either and then I have my website, um, souldesign.online. Online. Sorry, I always mix that up when I say it. So, <laughs> Awesome. That is what we were supposed to to speak about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It I have no sense. doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right. I think I need to go lie down. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> okay. So the next day I was editing the episode and uh (laughs) basically I was watching the episode through and then my iPad just started like switching on and off all by itself it's never done that before I've had it for like nearly two years and it's absolutely fine and it's still been working fine since and I got the feeling that um Alyssa's brother's presence was here and then I got the word bunny and like I could see a bunny in my mind's eye and I just messaged Alyssa saying like I know this sounds really crazy but does does bunny mean anything to you and then she sent me a picture of this toy bunny in like an army um outfit you know like a builder bear bunny and she goes this is the bunny with my brother's ashes and I was like oh my god god no way and uh, she screamed and she was like i love that so much um but yeah so i just hope that this brings some relief to some people that there is life after death i think that you know our loved ones transform into i don't know they're just not in their human form anymore but they're still here and we can still connect with them if we're open to that And uh, yeah, it's super special. I'm so glad that I got to play a part in this. And uh, yeah, peace out.